Welcome to the Well My Therapist Says podcast. I'm Latika Sally. And I am Jesse Steffes. And today is our very first episode. We're so excited. Yeah. How long have we been? How long do you think it's been that we've been waiting for this podcast, thinking about this podcast? Yeah. Well, we were talking about it for a while, but in a very non serious way, I think. Not serious for one of at us. At least I think this is how our <laughs> life goes. Um, probably the past year. Yeah. And then I think about maybe two to three months ago, you got serious about it. Real serious. Real serious about it. And yeah. fast forward, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> I think, you know, our first episode here, we wanted to introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about who we are. Because we have a following on our page, um, the Well My Therapist Says page on Instagram. And this is really um, kind of the the fruit of that, right? Yeah, it's our next steps. The next steps, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, we, we put it out to our followers, like, do you want us to do a podcast? And it was a very resounding yes. And so I think we... And and I think you think this too that we have some stuff to say and it's time to start saying it. So let's start saying the stuff. Let's start saying the stuff. <laughs> um, should we talk a little bit about who we are first as people, and then and then and then what the you know what my therapist says actually is? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So I'm Jesse, and if you haven't been following along on our page, um, I'm a mental health therapist. I am a licensed professional counselor or an LPC. Um, which means I come from a counseling background and, um, some of my focus areas and specialty areas are grief and body reclamation, which is something that Latika, you and I do together. Mm -hmm. Um, outside of that, I'm a dog mom and an avid hiker and a foodie, (laughs) real hard foodie, a real hard foodie for sure. That's where we are opposites in lots of ways. Yeah. Um, so I'm Latika Sally, as I said before, I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a licensed addictions counselor and a mental health therapist, same as Jesse. We actually met doing this work, mm-hmm. um, and have found our way back to each other multiple times, multiple times and working together. Yeah. Um, and so my specialties are around diversity. So I really love to see diverse clients particularly seeing black women. Mm-hmm. There's such a void in most communities for professionals um, who look like me. And so I'm trying to provide that for people who need that in yeah. the community. Um, so diversity is really important to me. The body reclamation work that we do together is a specialty of mine too and really important. Yeah. Um and outside of work, I'm also a dog mom, which is really surprising if you knew anything about me. I was bit pretty significantly as a kid by a dog, yeah. and I have stayed far away from dogs yeah. my entire life. And then I ended up with this little eight-pound dog in my home. He's your tiny little baby now. He's my tiny little baby. Um, and he has helped me learn to like dogs much, much more yeah. in general. Yeah, which surprised you. It surprised it, it surprised me yesterday. I was telling my <laughs> husband, like, I'm like googling at this dog. <laughs> what's wrong? With, what's wrong with me? 
<laughs> this is not who I am as a person. I'm also a cat mom, and that's yeah. who I've always been as a person. I love my cat. Yeah. Um, and grew up with cats. So, um, and as far as enjoyment, I love to dance. I love to move my body, in, mostly in dance. Um, mm-hmm. I used to teach Zumba. So I love going to a good dance class yeah, um, and just spending time with people I really love and yeah, who I like to be generous with my time with. Oh, I love that. The, one of the things that I think you and I talk frequently about that I heard you just kind of, um, referencing, if not directly talking about is like being thoughtful with choice and thoughtful with energy and things like that. Um, which made me think about as we started this, as we start this podcast, how, how thoughtful we're being about our energy and putting our energy towards it. Cause it's something we find important and valuable, mm-hmm. um, which maybe is a super smooth segue into talking about what this podcast is going to be. Um, maybe we start with what it's not. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you say that then. <laughs> say what you're thinking. <laughs> this podcast, you know, while we are both therapists is not therapy. And that's something that we also talk about on our page. Um, you know, the well, my therapist says page, because we're, we're talking a lot of therapeutic stuff and we're referencing a lot of therapeutic things, but our intention is not that, that you may use this as a substitute for therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing that we talked about in preparation for this podcast that our listeners can expect is we will talk openly and overtly about experiences we've had in our work, but we're going to like is our ethical mandate, mm-hmm. make sure we're never sharing anything identifiable about the clients that we've seen or those who've come through our office. Yeah. Would you add anything to that? I don't think I would. Okay. So then what this podcast is, I hope it's a little bit provocative and a safe haven. What do you hope that it is? I hope it's funny. So we talk about our humor a lot and that it's approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, and as in our trailer, we said, right, you want to, you, you're getting a little backstage pass into mm-hmm. what therapists talk about outside of therapy. Yeah. Um, so I hope it brings you new insights and perspectives. Yeah. Um, and I, while it's not therapy, therapy, I hope it brings healing to people in mm-hmm. different ways right? mm-hmm. that they, that they latch onto a concept that we talk about or that it prompts them to go to therapy. Yeah. That brings up such a good point. When we, when we set out for our page, one of the things that we talked about was if this lands with people, we just want it to land. We don't, you know, it doesn't have to be specific. It doesn't have to be our message, but we want to bring, which we'll talk about that in our next episode, but we wanted to bring content that was going to resonate. And we get feedback frequently that, uh, we talk about topics that are hard or we normalize things that people are doing, like setting boundaries. You and I talk about boundaries a lot. Right. Um, so we'll frequently post things like, you know, no is a complete sentence. And right. Boy, do they love it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we're excited about this. Some things you can expect in our podcast. We're going to be talking about some of our passions like body work, body reclamation, um, working with marginalized populations and being parts of marginalized populations. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk a little bit about that and who, what identities we hold and who we do and don't speak for in that? Oh, sure. That's a great idea. 
Um, so for me, I identify as a black woman very intentionally um, as a black woman instead of African-American, although I think it's interchangeable and people really have the space to find what fits comfortably for them. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm a black woman who lives in a larger body. Um, I also grew up with learning disabilities. And so that's like a invisible Mm -hmm. kind of thing that people don't see or know about me, particularly because I've gone so far as far as education and career, right? Like, I don't think it's a thing that people assume about me. Right. Um, So those are the identities I hold. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, I am a white woman, um, and I live in a large body. And so my, my points of marginalization, if you will, are my, my gender identity as a woman and my, um, body size. But other than that, I hold and experience a lot of privilege in the identities that I live in. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's some really powerful, that's some really powerful work I think we've done in our friendship that you have been generous enough to allow me space for, um, to work on how to be co-conspirator as opposed to a passive experiencer of my world and my life. So I wouldn't be surprised if that shows up in our podcast too. Yeah. It will definitely show up in our podcast. It's a big part of our relationship. It creates a lot of cool conversations between you and I. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking too, as you shared, and and I'll say for myself, you taught me this, that when I speak from my identity, especially let's say as a woman in a larger body, I'm not speaking for all women in larger Mm -hmm. bodies. Um, same for me. I don't speak for all black people, all black women, all people in larger bodies. Right. I speak from my, for myself, from myself. Mm. Um, which I think resonates with a lot of people. Um, yeah. And from my experience, there's a general consensus on some things, mm-hmm. but not all things. And so remembering that we are not monoliths. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I speak for myself and from myself. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. And you'll see that here. We don't always agree as two women who live in larger bodies. Oh, that's such a good point. We, yeah, we have. Or two women. That, right. We have that experience, but in two very different ways. Right. Um, so as we move through these first few episodes of our podcast, we're going to be bringing you directed kind of content, if you will. But what we hope to do also is within our base of people who are already connected with the Well My Therapist Says name, we want to hear from you as far as what you want to know about when we said, you know, you're going to have access to the conversations that therapists have behind the scenes or outside the therapy office, we want to know what you're wanting to know. We want to be the accessible therapist that can talk about the things that happen outside. Yeah. I think the other thing that is probably important to acknowledge is I think there is a fair amount of our followers who are therapists in the field. Mm -hmm. Um, And we both are teachers in the field yeah, and supervise in the field. So there will sometimes be that lens as well because we know that that's part of our audience. Yeah. And you and I both hold, you know, as, as our base speaks with us and communicates with us and kind of lets us know what they want this to be. Cause this, I think this is a, well, my therapist says community Mm -hmm. project, Mm -hmm. not just a, yeah, I thought you'd love that. (laughs) I'm glad you love that. 
this isn't just a Jesse and Latika podcast. This is, yeah, the fruit that that work has has created, and and you're part of that. Our our followers and listeners are part of that. Um. And and with that being said, one of the things that you and I both I think value pretty deeply is we don't want other therapists to be mirrors of us in our world, mm-hmm. even if it's those we've supervised or educated. We really hold a deep belief, and you add to this what you what you want or or disagree with what you want, but we hold a belief that we want to grow you into the people who come through our path and in, in, in mentorship or in education or in supervision, we want you to grow into who you were meant to be. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with that. And I think it, that's super important because I'm not even going to be the same therapist I am today and two weeks from now. Oh, I love that. Right. So I don't want you trying to be like me when I'm growing and changing. I want yeah. you to figure out your own path Yeah, and figure out who you are and how to bring yourself to therapy. Mm. And when you say bring yourself to therapy, you're talking about the idea of like, how do you show up authentically as yourself while being a therapist? Yeah, exactly. I think I'm going to generalize here. Yeah. (laughs) As we said, we weren't, but I will, we will generalize and know that it doesn't apply to everyone. Yeah. But I think this is true for both your experience and mine. And so in social work school and counseling school, right, we get a lot of messages that, feel like they're, we're being told not to bring ourselves to the process. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so then when I get students who I'm supervising for their internships and different things, <laughs> in lots of ways I'm trying to help them unlearn that in yeah. a healthy, ethical way. Yeah. How do they bring themselves to the, to the practice? Mm. And with the understanding, I, I had a supervisor years ago who didn't tell anyone anything about themselves. Oh. <laughs> not one thing, not students and not coworkers, which Jeez. I think was fine. They were effective clinician. Yeah. They did good work and that's what they chose. And that's not our style. Now it makes me cringe though, because I, I don't actually know how to do therapy and I don't know how to supervise and I don't know how to be the part of healing without me being in it. Yeah. But, you know, you and I talk about this concept, too, that there are there are those in the healing field that learn it and learn it as a almost as a mechanic, mm-hmm. right? Like you learn what to do and you learn, you know, we're obviously speaking to like therapists right now, but learn paraphrasing and reflecting and the, the work of doing this work. Mm-hmm. And then there are those who were, the way that I call it is like, you were meant to be doing this mm-hmm. all along. Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard you may have tried to pull away, you were magnetized into this. Right. And your personhood in the world is meant to do this work. And so the the act of education and the structure and learning the ethical codes and all these things are to formalize the work that you were already being right. born in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and both I, are effective. That's what I, yep. I think my point is when bringing up my, the supervisor, if I had a student or anyone who came to me and said, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, let's figure out what that looks like for you. That's even right. Even though it's the opposite of how I operate. Like if they said, I don't want to share about myself or I don't yeah, want to. Or I don't actually want to learn how to bring myself to therapy yeah. in these different ways. Yeah. We'd figure out then how you could be the best 
clinician you could be. Yeah. So, so this makes me feel like in, in wrapping this up, this intro, maybe we, we can say whether you are a well, my therapist says community member that is unattached in any way to mental health. You are clients we've seen clients we've interacted with. Um, you are former supervisees, current supervisees. You are colleagues in the field. You are in some of the body reclamation work in non-therapeutic ways. Like mm-hmm. whoever you are and whatever brought you to this podcast, you are welcome here. Right. Come as you are. And we hope that what we have to offer here in some way enriches. Yeah. Um, and we want to know what you want it to look like too. Yeah. We're super open. Yeah. We're excited. Very excited. So we will see you really soon for our first podcast and we're going to be talking our first content podcast and we're going to be talking about something that is actually why Well My Therapist Says was born and we're going to be talking about social media use. Yeah. So join us in the next one. Yeah. Bye everybody. Bye.